an even greater honor to serve with you in Congress. I'm looking forward to watching your career both here uh, and seeing what, what happens as uh, you, you move on with your career. It's, it's, you got a lot ahead of you. I'm very excited for you. Well, Guy, thank you so much, brother. It means hey, the world. Thanks, Madison. All right, that's it for today, gang. I'll see you next time, and as always, just call me Guy. All right. I think that went pretty well. Yeah. It's an honor, Guy. I'm telling you, uh, getting to learn under you the way that you work the whole system up here, it's incredible. So I'm glad I get to be here, brother. Let's go. Well, one, I'll tell you, I'm very thankful that God put my birthday right before I needed to slide into home base so that I could uh, legally be in this position. But it, it's, a, it's the greatest honor in the world. But I, I do feel a weight of responsibility because you know, I'm the very, my, 1995 was the very first year of Generation Z. Uh, and so I, I feel a weight that you know, there's a lot of people that are, are looking saying, oh, what is, what is the next generation of conservatism going to look like? Because when we all look, what's the next generation of liberalism going to look like? I mean, who comes to mind? AOC. And so it's this idea that I want to make our ideas something that is palpable and intangible and something that people can believe in rather than somebody who wants to be here and the, 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 the people who've come before me say, oh, he's trying to destroy everything we've ever built. They are. I do. So, uh, number one, you know, I, I think you're absolutely correct. When these people feel like, you know, they're, they're raising their fists in the air, they've got their black mask on and Antifa or, or whatever the, the notion is, and they think that they're rebelling uh, to be a liberal. I mean, every single multinational corporation, all of our institutions, everything celebrates everything that you ever do. You're not a, you're not, you are a sheep. You're being led to, you're being led and you're being used as a pawn. And so I, I think you're absolutely right that if you want to be a radical, if you want to be someone who believes in radical freedom and dangerous freedom, then you should be a conservative. And so I think the number one way we try and reach my generation is, yeah, you know, I, I had a, one of my interns actually said this the other day. It's, it's like if you're trying to speak to somebody uh, who speaks French, you can't speak English to them. They just won't understand it. And so I think it's trying to, to take these time-tested conservative principles but be able to explain them and iterate them in a way that my generation understands. And the number one way we do that is I think that we point out that the Democrats are the ones who want to, I mean, you think about your parents taking away your phone when you were a kid. I mean, that's awful. They're limiting everything you can do. But that's basically what the Democrats want to do. I mean, you think about using you know, Google or, or whatever search engine they use in these countries in, in Syria, in Iran, in, in China, North Korea. They limit everything you can see. They tell you what you can really believe, what you can think. They, they hold you liable for whatever you type into your computer trying to just search something just to have information. And I believe that in America, we are a free nation to where you are allowed to do whatever you want because it's your nation. You have your own freedom. You are the royalty in this nation. Your home is your kingdom. 
and everyone should, we shouldn't have decrees coming from Washington, D.C. And so I think if we explain to my generation that we are the Freedom Party, that'll win us hearts and minds forever. Oh, well, you know, I think it's the number one thing I was talking about. It, it's this whole idea of cancel culture. And I'll tell you, I don't actually like the term cancel culture. I, I think that it is a movement towards authoritarian rule where people who are, are very cowardly just want to be told what to do and what to believe. And they, they almost get addicted to the, the, the outrage culture. And so they, they're just waiting for the next thing to be outraged about, whatever the TV tells them to be so upset about, you know, that they've never heard, heard about before in their entire life. And they say, oh, well, that's the most important issue in the world. And so I, I think a lot of people are starting to realize, wow, this is just complete virtue signaling. We're not actually doing anything to make anybody better. And right now, you know, I was starting to see people on both sides of the aisle starting to get canceled by this outrage mob. You're starting to realize these people have no leadership. These people have absolutely no discipline. These people will go after whoever they want because it's just, they do whatever feels good. And so I think if we can convince people that they need to start voting for what actually does good instead of what feels good, then it'll change everything. Guy, thank you so much, brother. It means the world.